Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana K. White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 297. I think I'm going to call it Finding Focus. <laughs> Y'all, I feel like I have turbo T-pad lately. I mean, accelerated, intensified, blah, 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 T-pad. T-pad stands for Time Passage Awareness Disorder. And that is made up by me, but it's a real thing. And I've actually had people say, oh, it's called this in such and su such scientific way. Anyway, I call it T-pad. Um, it is just my reality. Like I have a hard time knowing how long it's been since I did something. And so a lot of the things that I set up are either to let me know how long it's been since I cleaned the toilet or mopped or whatever. Um, those routines, my, my things that I talk about in um, How to Manage Your Home Without Losing Your Mind, one of my books, um, I, I set those things up to fight my own teapad. I also eliminate decisions from the process because meaning things like uh, daily routines, I call them pre-made decisions. They are, these are the things that I have to do. I have to do the dishes every single day. I don't get to reason if it needs to be done or not. Like, because my teapad will flare and I'll be like, oh, I just did the dishes. And yet it's actually been two or three days and but whatever, you know, like I just go, nope, dishes have to be done. And so all these things that I have set up, so many of them are specifically to just combat the reality of the fact that I suffer from time passage awareness disorder. But we're talking about time passage awareness disorder turbo right now. I mean, y'all 2020 has done and I know it's 2021 now. Um, I don't know that I knew that when I first said the word 2020 two seconds ago. But anyway, has done a number on my teapad. I mean, it has accelerated it, it has turbofied it. I don't I am having such a hard time having any awareness of time. Like, even though my kids have been back in school, even though, you know, things are are happening, like end of the year things, blah, blah, blah. And yet I just have this weird feeling of I have no idea what month it is. So here's a little example. So there's a podcast I have been listening to for about a year that I really enjoy. It's called That Sounds Fun with Annie F. Downs. And I recommend it. Anyway, she's just a very fun person. But she does this thing, I guess I've listened to it for over a year now, because she does this thing in February where she interviews couples all month long. So her interviews for that month are all pairs of people, not necessarily romantic couples, but you know, just pairs of people. And that's her thing. And she's been doing it for a while. So I guess I had listened to it back in 2020, at least. Um, and then when it was February this year, 
evidently I didn't realize that, um, she started doing couples month again. And I was like, why is she doing couples month now? This is weird. She usually does this in February because I had zero understanding that it was February, even though I had the date show up on my phone every single day. I mean, y'all, I don't know what I, I just, that is, it was so bizarre to me. And then I would, it took me way too long as in probably several episodes. <laughs> I mean, and she does two a week. I mean, like it, it took me way too long to go, wait, it is February. And yet it still didn't feel real for it to be February. I mean, even with the normal triggers, y'all. Okay. So I'm just going to be, oh, I hope I don't get emotional. Anyway, blah. So I'm going to be honest with you guys. Maybe I may have Rachel cut this out. We'll see. I am having such a hard time right now. Okay. This is not going to be this kind of a podcast. I promise. Just let me get through this. I'm having, cause this is an example of like how, even though there's things that should very much make me know what time of year it is, it's not working. Um, I am having such a hard time. Like I am having experiencing all this, ugh, all this grief. Sorry. Uh, as I, as things happen with seniors, like, you know, it's senior time and, and I'm so thankful that 2021 seniors are getting to do things. Cause I know they have lived all year holding their breath. And I know that some of you guys have 2021 seniors right now who are not getting to do anything. And I'm so sorry, but any, anyway, um, Ours are getting to do things. They're getting to, they got to have prom. They got to, not that my kid would have cared about prom, but still, you know what I mean? But they're having their senior parties. They're, you know, had their last day of school and knew that it was the last day of school and all this. Anyway, so I'm like experiencing all this grief over, goodness gracious, y'all, I don't blame you if you quit listening. Anyway, but I'm experiencing all this grief over just everything that comes up. I'm like, Oh yeah, we didn't get to do that with my kid last year. Okay, fine. He's fine. It's the mama-ness of me. I guess it's all the stuff that last year I would have been experiencing. And yet instead I was just holding my breath the whole time, not knowing what was coming and blah, blah, blah. My point for y'all, um, is just that I think there's going to be times, things that are going to happen that are going to, um, yeah, I'm seriously hoping better help is a, um, sponsor of this particular episode. Cause, um, that will be perfect <laughs> anyway. Um, no, I, like, I think there's going to, I think we all need to acknowledge that there's going to be things that are going to happen that are, we're not even going to be expecting to have an emotional reaction to anyway, blah, blah, blah. Oh my goodness. I'm, I'm done. Okay. I'm done with that. Anyway, my point is that things are happening that very much make me aware of what time it is, what season it is, what year it is. And yet I'm still struggling to even have any concept of that. My point of that, (laughs) oh, I don't know. Y'all can tell me I shouldn't have left that in, but I know there's some of y'all who like to know that I'm a real person. And there you go. Anyway, um, it, it has accelerated focus issues. I am struggling with my focus issues more than I normally do. 
So I'm going to talk about this because I know this is a common factor for a lot of us, not all of us, but for a lot of us. I think I have attracted this group of people who also struggle with focus because the strategies I've had to come up with are generally meant to combat my issues with focus. So what are some of the things that I do to battle these struggles with focus? And I hope that my emotional outburst and all of my continued struggles help you know that this is one of those things in life that you battle. You don't fix. And while For so much of my life, I thought, oh, if I could hear the perfect sentence, if I could read the perfect paragraph that would explain this, I would never struggle with it again. And part of growing up for me has been realizing this is a lifelong struggle. It is better for me to accept that and say, these are the things I do to battle this struggle, as opposed to just being mad that this is harder for me than it seems to be for some people. Although I think there are more of us than you think. Anyway, okay, good. I'm not emotional anymore. Woo. I'm glad that's over. I'm sure I'll be fine now. Okay. Let's talk about one of this episode's sponsors, BetterHelp, which I think is a really appropriate sponsor for this episode, don't y'all think? Um, It's 2021, so it's definitely okay to talk about our mental health and happiness. Humans aren't meant to keep everything inside. It makes us sick. And therapy helps. But what is therapy exactly? Well, it's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, don't be ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. See if it's for you because you are your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and A Slob Comes Clean listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash clean. That's betterhelp.com slash clean. So what are some things that I do? Focus on the absolute basic, most basic basicest routines that there are. I'm not going to spend a long time on this because this is what I talk about all the time. But I do want to say that knowing what the routines are, number one, do your dishes every single day. Number two, do a five minute pickup. Yes, there are two other habits that are in my four habits that I talk you through in 28 days to hope for your home, which is included in how to manage your home without losing your mind, my book. Um, But those two daily dishes and do a five minute pickup. If you can't do anything else, try to do those, those. And if you can't do both of them, do the dishes. I mean, like those are the things. And when I have these focus issues, when life just seems to be going and I'm like, wait, what just happened? Um, then knowing which things to focus on when I have a moment of, I need to focus is extremely helpful. It also, the more I keep those things done, the more, margin I have, an ability I have to deal with problems that happen. Because 
focus issues causes forgetfulness, which causes problems. And I have to deal with those problems. And it's easier to deal with those problems in a house where I've been doing the dishes and doing five minute pickups. So here's an example. Actually went out in my newsletter today as I'm recording this. If you're not on my newsletter, go to a slobcomesclean.com slash newsletter and sign up for that. But um, it, it was a I link, I sent out a, a post where I'm basically talking about this, like it helps me to have these routines happening so that when bad things happen. So it was like, I think I was talking about um, how I had found our movie theater cups that um, had grown moldy because, you know, a sugary drink had been in the cup. And um, then we hadn't immediately gotten it out of the car or gotten it into anyway, blah, 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 whatever. I was having to stick them in a bleach bath. And I was like, I have the capability to put some bleach in my kitchen sink and fill my kitchen sink up and put these things in there to soak because I didn't first have to make up for not having done the dishes for days because my kitchen sink was empty. My sink is not shiny. Y'all don't ever get that impression, but empty is my goal. Okay. So if I was keeping dishes done, even if there are two or three things in there, I can move those two or three things and do the thing that I need to do to deal with this emergency that happens. So it's just an example of how keeping the daily stuff done helps me in these times where I tend to be forgetful and tend to make mistakes and then have to make up for or fix these mistakes. It's easier to do that in a home where I've been keeping up with the absolute most basic of basic routines. Okay. All right. Moving on from routines, because we're not talking about that as our main thing today. Um, when I feel overwhelmed, which is how I feel in these moments where my focus is scattered, I ask myself, what can I do right now completely? Okay, now before I do that, before we get into this, let me just tell you that in order to ask myself this question in a way where I can actually help myself and be successful, I have to throw the idea of finishing out the window. Okay, so give up on this idea of finishing. Not that I'm saying that you're never going to finish. Not that I'm saying finishing is a bad thing, blah, blah, blah. I'm saying the idea of I have to finish the whole everything increases my feeling of being overwhelmed or is the cause of feeling of overwhelmed. And so telling myself, okay, without finishing being on the table, what can I do right now? completely. What part of this overwhelming thing to me can I do and do it completely? Okay. Right now, like in this moment before I have to move on to something else. Like uh, let's say I'm looking around my house going, Oh my goodness, I've got an hour. Okay. What can I do in this hour or even in the next five minutes? What part of it can I do on its own? If it's an overwhelming mess, what can I do on its own? I'll tell you, you can throw away trash. Okay, that's step one of the decluttering process. And the whole point of my decluttering process being a five-step process is that each step completely accomplishes something. Even though you're not finished, you are making real actual progress that can't just unravel and be undone because trash in the trash bag is gone. Okay, maybe it's something let's talk about it's um, your taxes. Okay. Which I know for most of us, you know, that's over now, but it's something on my mind. What can I do right now in the midst of this overwhelming thing? If you just think about, oh, taxes, 
let's, let's, even if I'm not having finishing as the thing I can do right now, what can I do right now that I can do completely? Well, I can gather tax documents into a folder. Even if I don't get all of them in that folder, each one that is in the folder is completed. It's one less thing that's weighing on my mind as something that has to be done. See what I'm saying? Maybe I can gather information into a document or a spreadsheet. So there's this whole thing I've got to figure out. Maybe it's maybe it's something even fun like planning a vacation. Y'all, I'm planning a vacation this summer. If any of y'all live around Portland, Maine and have some fishing equipment that you would be willing for my sons and husband to borrow for a week, please send me an email at aslobcomesclean.com. Oh, aslobcomesclean at gmail.com. Anyway, um, but for real, like... Even that can feel like, oh, I want to do, I'm having so much fun planning a vacation, but how, what can I do? How can I, um, you know, do this thing I need to do? What can I do right now? I can gather information and put it in a document, not just think about, okay? Because the thinking about can often perpetuate that feeling of being overwhelmed and feel like, well, I just sort of concentrated on this for a minute and yet my focus takes me away. But if I'm gathering information and putting that information into my, into a document or a spreadsheet, or, you know, I am taking a screenshot of it and creating a folder in my photos of, you know, ideas for Portland, Maine or whatever. Okay. So that, that right there is something I can do it's not finished, but it is every little small thing is a very small completion because there is so much value when focus is your struggle in being done with one step or even being done with one part of a step. The whole doneness, don't under, underestimate what that can do for you. Like seriously, don't underestimate that, okay? Okay. Let's talk about another one of our sponsors, Prep Dish. You've heard me talk about Prep Dish before, and you know that I love using it. What's better than having someone else, a registered dietitian and chef, no less, map out your family's meals each week? I admit, though, sometimes it's hard to fit in time to meal prep on the weekends. Sometimes we have a day packed with plans, and sometimes I just want to sit and drink my coffee and hang out with the family or my dogs. You know, you guys, this is why I am so excited to tell you about Prep Dish's latest offering. All Prep Dish subscribers now receive a weekly super fast menu in addition to the normal gluten free, paleo, and low carb menus. Super fast menus take only one hour to prep. That means I can easily fit the prep in after lunch or even on a weeknight if I don't feel like doing it on the weekend. And on weeks I feel like spending a little more time in the kitchen, I still have the other three menus to choose from. If you thought about trying prep dish, but you were worried that you wouldn't have enough time to do the prep, now is a great time to check out the free trial. The founder, Allison, is offering listeners a free two-week trial. Check out prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. It's a great thing to try as you go into summertime. Let me know how you like it. Other things, uh, what can I do right now in this moment where I'm feeling very unfocused 
What can I do without actually having to make any decisions that will make decisions later easier? Gathering tax documents, tax documents, tax documents into a folder is a great example of this. Okay. This is something I can do that I don't actually have to make a decision because the great thing about tax documents is they say on them for taxes or, you know, they say something on them usually. I'm just gathering them. I'm not making decisions. I'm not evaluating whatever, because that evaluating is the stuff you want to put off, but I can still move toward the goal, the overall goal by gathering things that I need for this and, and making the things I'm gathering that deciding factor is that I'm not going to have to actually make any decisions about this. Um, same thing if I'm dealing with a decluttering project. Okay. Those first three steps of my decluttering process are trash, easy stuff, meaning it has an established home. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to make any decisions and duh clutter, meaning like, well, it just obviously needs to go. I don't have to think about it. All three of those things, the first three steps, the three steps that will make this space better and less overwhelming are all decision free. Okay, so whatever project that you're looking at, let's say you have to write a research paper, okay, and you are, you know, you're gathering information for that. What can I go ahead and do before I get to the decision phase of things? You know, um, let's say it is I need to plan my kid's graduation party. Well, what are some of the things? Uh, did I seriously have to bring that up? So I did I didn't get to have a graduation party. I said that without crying. Are you proud of me? Oh, I've already made progress. Thank y'all for being my therapists. I'm not a real therapist and the vast majority of y'all probably aren't either. But anyway, um, but yeah, like like I can what can I go ahead and do even though this overwhelming idea well, I can go ahead and do my dishes. Like there's no decision to be made. If I have this end goal of opening my home for a graduation party, then I'm going to have to have my dishes done, right? So I might as well go ahead and do those. That's something it gets me moving and it makes progress toward the goal without having had to make, make any decisions. I've made that decision for you. What do you need to start with? You need to start with the dishes. Um, here's another thing. And I'm trying to apply this to just general stuff um, that has to do with focus, but adjust my environment. Uh, slob vision is real, you guys. And, you know, I, I talk all the time about how I don't notice incremental mess. I notice perfectly clean and I notice overwhelmingly messy. And the in-between is what I don't see happening. So sometimes when I'm feeling very overwhelmed, I may not identify that what is overwhelming me is the state of my home. Okay. I may feel like it's just a general feeling of lack of focus, or it's, I can't get started on this thing that I want to get started on. And instead, you know, part of that, either it's the whole problem or it's just contributing to the problem without me realizing it is that I'm experiencing slob vision and not seeing the the problem in the space that I have. Okay. I'm not seeing the huge problems. So What's something I can do to adjust my environment when I just overall, instead of saying, okay, 
open your eyes, open your eyes, Dana, look and see, see what you're not seeing. Instead, sometimes it just helps me to adjust my environment. So one example, you know, as far as focus goes, and I I know I've mentioned this before, but I spend a lot of time working outside because it changes my environment. I move to another place in the house. I'm talking about when I'm working on the computer and I'm working on a project. Um, But even if it's the overall, we're talking about our home, Sometimes it's the, let me move something. Okay. Like I just got a new couch. You guys, I'm so excited. And it got delivered and I had to move the old couch out of the way. And hopefully someone will take it from me or otherwise we'll take it to the dump. It's kind of broken. Like the reclining part of it is broken. Um, and like we tried to push it down, but then when you push it down, then it makes the back go back. Anyway, it's, it's very annoying, but I'm hoping someone will take it for free. But um, I had to move it. Okay, I had to move it out of way out of the way to make room for the new one that was getting delivered. And as the new one, it, as I did that, I switched out to little coffee table things. Well, just doing that made me go, oh, and it opened my eyes to so many other little things that had just completely escaped my slob vision. Okay, so what can you do to adjust your environment? Obviously, it'd be great to start in the most visible space and start decluttering. But what if that's not even something that you're capable of doing right now? Well, don't take on some big project. Don't redecorate the house. Don't rearrange the living room completely. But can you switch to end tables? You know, I mean, maybe they're not the same ones and you switch them to the other sides. Guys, little things like that will help to clear this overall whatever. I know I'm really talking, I'm talking good today, y'all. Um, but do like what, you know, what two chairs, if you have two recliners, switch them, you know, just move them to each other's spot. You're probably going to reveal some stuff under the recliner anyway. That's what happens in our house. Um, you then may realize, oh, the rug is crooked, the blah, blah, you know, like it will just clear up some of that issue, like change the environment, switch something in the environment, flip two things. Um, but yeah, do not pull everything out of a space. Don't do that. Other things when I start to feel overwhelmed, um, is go, okay, what, what kind of an automated system can I set up here? I'm having trouble with focus. I'm forgetting things. What of this can I automate? Um, it might be subscribe and save. It is, you know, oh my goodness, once again, I am out of dish soap, you know, well, put it on subscribe and save, say, okay, I'm still going to have to go get some now, but this is going to allow me to not have to think about this in the future. And just eliminating that from being something that you know is going to happen again. Does that make sense? Like if you're always running out of dish soap, Yes, you're going to have to go get dish soap now, but by putting it on subscribe and save, this is an Amazon feature. If you guys don't use it, it's also available with lots of different, you know, places where you buy household stuff, but by putting it on subscribe and save, even though, yes, I still have to go get some right now, or I still have to order it for right now, putting it on subscribe and save takes a huge future focus stealer stress off my mind. Okay. Like, because I can know now this is going to show up at my house every two months or whatever it is. And you can always adjust that if you've never used it before. Setting up recurring reminders on your phone for, you know, I have, um, uh, when my Bible study that I go to 
on Wednesdays, you know, was completely online this year. And for the first several times, I just completely missed it. Like I would make one and I would be late. And then the next week, anyway, so I just set up on my phone that every single Wednesday at 925, this alarm goes off. Well, I know it's going to go off tomorrow and I could probably go in there now and fix it and change it because it's over for the year, but it'll go off again tomorrow. And then I will, you know, change it and and take that off until I forget one next year. (laughs) Hopefully we'll be back in person. We'll see. Anyway, But the point is set up those recurring reminders on your phone. If it's on your calendar feature on your phone, like, is it something I have something for a couple of bills that my husband usually takes care of bills, but there are a few that are like for business in my name. And so I have those set up that um, it reminds me, I usually set up for two different days in case I ignore the first one um, and say, hey, check this bill, check this bill, you know. So setting up those recurring reminders is something I can do right now that is going to eliminate future stress. And there's a lot of value in helping my focus to know that I'm not going to have to stress about this in the future. Okay. Um, setting up a biweekly cleaner. I know y'all have always been nice, but on like Facebook, people are like, you have a cleaner? And I'm like, yeah, I do. Um, but I've talked about it in lots of other podcasts in case this is your first time. I talk about the realities of having someone clean and how I got to that point and blah, blah, blah. Um, but you know, that is a huge automated forced focus. I, I mean, like I have no choice to do that. But you guys, I mean, to get my house completely picked up before she comes. But y'all, I, I mean, even still, just recently, we set up a alert on my calendar to remind me when she comes, because I cannot tell you how many times, um, this is with Jennifer who sets up the kindred spirit calls that we do, that we play here on the podcast. Um, how many times I'd be like, yeah, I can do some calls on Thursday and it would be the day that she was going to be there. And then I'm like running all around my house, trying to find a space where she's not vacuuming in the background or whatever so that I can do those calls. And so finally I was like, wait, why do we not just have that on the calendar? And so Jennifer set it up on my calendar for me. And so it's just a recurring thing. And now that has eliminated a lot of need for focus and a lot of future stress because I'm like, oh no, now I I know that it's on there so that I know that when that comes up in the future, I am going to be able to look at it and, you know, that's not going to happen anymore basically is what I know. I know, I know I'm, this is not going to happen to me again. I have taken care of this by setting something up, which literally took me, it probably took her two minutes and it took me 30 seconds to send her an email asking her to do that for me. I could have done it myself, I guess, but whatever. Anyway, um, autoresponders in your email. Like if, if it is something I know autoresponders are annoying, but y'all, if you email me after next week, you're going to get one because here's the thing. Yes, they're annoying, but they are so helpful, not only so that people know what's going on with me, but also so that I can take the pressure off of my brain to keep up with things. So mine for the summer when I take off says something along the lines of, this is what I'm doing. If you're emailing about this, so-and-so will get back to you, but if it's important, please feel free to email me again in August. So the reality is that um, my husband calls this, you know, put the monkey on someone else's back. When I say stuff like that, sometimes I go, is that 
appropriate. Like, you know, I think I've said this before on other things. I'm like, all these sayings that we've had in the past, I'm like, I hope this doesn't mean something that, but I I don't, I don't think it does. Y'all can tell me if you know the origin of that phrase and if I shouldn't say it, but, but it is, it's like, you know, it's what can I do to put, give this to someone else, you know, to do my part so that now responsibility falls on someone else. If it's really important to them, then they know to put a reminder in their phone to call me again in August. But they also don't have expectations that they're going to hear back from me immediately. They also don't have expectations that in August, I'm actually going to make it back through all of those emails that I missed and respond to them. Okay. So, so it, it takes, it's not just about letting people know. It's about meaning that I can rest easily and know this is not going to be something I have to have worrying me in the back of my mind. How am I ever going to catch up with that? Okay. Um, and the last of all is here, here's what I'm going to say is let people know that you're struggling. Let people know in your life. Oh my goodness. I'm going to get emotional again. What is my problem today? I'm sorry, y'all, but let people know you're struggling. If you are really struggling with focus, you guys, it's, it's common. We're all having issues. Even if you don't realize it, um, you probably are over the course of the last year and a half, but let people know you're struggling. Even if they don't listen, you can know that you told them and then let yourself go of the stress of not meeting their expectations. Okay. And I, I know, I mean, some, sometimes I go, Oh, I don't want to give people permission to do something that they shouldn't do or, you know, to not fulfill whatever. And that's not what I'm saying. Here, here's an example. Okay. Um, so in my kindred spirits group, um, everybody's very, very kind, but every once in a while, um, you know, somebody will report something because they're like, I don't know for sure. You know, and I'm, I'm happy for people to do that because, you know, we have major no bashing, all this kind of stuff, you know, and sometimes people don't, I don't think people realize sometimes. And like, like I said, this hardly ever happens, but I don't think sometimes people realize that what they just said actually could be really hurtful to somebody, you know? So it's, so of course, you know, I, I'm, I'm great with people reporting stuff, but I started having, sometimes people would send a message to my personal Facebook, which I don't do any, any work work. Okay. On my personal Facebook, like I just, and it's a boundary I have to set up for my own brain. Okay. Meaning if you're not a personal friend, I know how like Facebook will like flash up that you have a message request from so but somebody. And then it's hard to actually find that again if you don't look at it right away. But I'm like, no, I I can't I I can't be responsible for that. So so I was feeling bad. I was like, oh, you know, sometimes people do this and then I don't look at them because it's a personal boundary. I cannot do that. And I have email, you know, so if you send it to my email, then things are taken care of. There's also a way to report stuff, you know, that does I I can check that, but I'm not gonna check personal email. I just can't do it. And so I made an announcement in the group and I was like, Hey, this is not about anybody in particular because you know, it it does happen all the time, but regularly, you know, I was like, I just need you guys to know I can't do this. I, you know, this is why, because it has to be a boundary. I have to, you know, I, I, I'm not going to on a Saturday night while I'm having dinner with my friends and my family, you know, deal with a message that comes up from somebody I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, cause I don't always remember exactly who's in the group, blah, blah, blah. I'm just, I'm not going to do it. And I can't keep track of things in there, blah, blah, blah. So I just stated, I said, guys, this, this is my reality. I'm struggling. I need you guys to know this. There are probably going to be people who 
come into the group, didn't see that message, send me something with great intentions and I'm not going to answer it, but I don't feel bad now. Like I don't also have that added feeling of feeling bad because I have made the statement. Okay. And, and somebody can go and look around and try to find things written by me to help figure out why is Dana not answering my message or whatever. It's there. It's like I've done my part. And that's, that goes back to what we're talking about at the beginning. What can you do that completes a circle? Maybe it doesn't complete the whole project. Okay. We're not worried about that because if we worry about that, we'll never start. But what can I do that completes a circle so that then I can go, I don't have to think about that now. Okay. That's, that's the goal is, um, to, yeah. Ooh, like I said, focus is an issue and welcome to my podcast. If this is your first time, I'm surprised that you're still here with us. Um, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And I think that's it for today. Just wanted to remind you that you should go back and listen to my, um, special bonus podcast episode that I did with, um, Dave and Gomal. And we talked about reading the labels on your cleaning products and how important that is. Anyway, that's with goodchemistrylivesherecom They sponsored that series. And that was the last one in that. So make sure you go back and listen to that. Okay. I will talk to you guys next week. Oh, I do want to remind you though, make sure you subscribe to the podcast or get the newsletter or whatever, because I do take summer off. I will still be on YouTube, but I will not be doing um, podcasts for the summer. I'm on YouTube because my kid needs a job and he's my editor. So anyway, all right. I will talk to you guys next week. All right. Bye. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.